Blog Talk Radio. as it seems there has been a major accident on life is a highway. A spoonload of teen beans were carousing late last night when their vehicle left the road on that steep learning curve and collided with an oaf tree. Uh, excuse me, Brad, did you say oaf tree? Yes, I did, Steve. It seems some oaf was in the way as these teens had trouble negotiating that learning curve. True, Brad, it seems that's a tough spot for teen beans. There have been numerous accidents on the learning curve in the last few weeks. Well, life is a highway. And it's no easy road for any beans, Steve, especially those teen beans. Especially at that particular spot. That learning curve is one tricky turn. You just never know what's coming around the corner, do you, Brad? That's true, Steve, but once you get past that learning curve, life's highway begins to open up a road of success. And remember, Brad, when it comes to life's highway and the road to success, there really are no accidents, are there, Brad? That's true, Steve. No accidents, just lessons. I wonder if those carousing teens will ever learn those lessons. And moving along, Brad, Mortis reports on severe frosting on Chocolate Cake Boulevard. Commuters should exercise caution there and try not to lickety-split their way through that frosting. I couldn't have said it better myself, Steve. And our weatherman, Lance Lagoon, predicts there is more icing on the way tonight. We'll be right back to the WBEAN News after these messages. Well, you, you know, if you're traveling down that highway, you know, you got to be careful and learn the lessons and understand there's really no accidents. Uh, well, how about a few ads? Here we go. 
Hello, Jose Ole Jumping Bean for this trampoline. Want to jump like a jumping bean? I recommend one of these trampolines. They are on sale now. So hop on down, jump on down, come down in your school, but however you get to Ted's trampolines, you're going to jump like a professional jumping bean. Jose Ole. Are you looking for a true bean experience? Try Benny's Bean Bags, a perfect way to wrap up a long week. Grab a bag, hang out with some really cool beans, and relax. Beanbox Chopra for Gandhi Candies. Looking for a transcendental experience? Looking to reach your higher bean? Your inner bean? However bean you want to be? Try Gandhi's Candies. So sweet you think you died and go to heaven. Beanbox Chopra for Gandhi's Candies. Has your motor spoon been involved in a mishap, wrecked, or scratched? In need of an estimate or a quote? Been there, done that? Come down to Honest Abe's Auto Body. We'll set you up so you can do it again. Bernie Brillstein here at the law offices with Boinstein, Beanstein, Goldstein, Silverstein, and Boinstein. Have you been involved in an accident? You got headaches, you got backaches, you got toothaches, you got any kind of aches, looking for a good settlement? Don't be a victim. We'll get you back on track. Come on down. We'll see you there at the law offices, Bernstein, Bernstein, Silverstein, Goldstein, and Bernstein. And now we send it back to Steve for what can only be described as a fishy situation. Well, about this one, Brad, the cat burglar has been at it again. The owner of Sam's Fish Market claims over 500 clams were dug out of the store's cooler last night. Officer Lima says it may not be the work of the cat burglar since the cat does not steal for the clams, but more for the halibut. Well, either way, Steve, it sounds like a heist that will tip the scales. This just into Beantown News, the cocoa beans have announced that they are fed up working with marshmallows. They claim the marshmallows are all fluff and no substance. They are tired of taking all the heat while the marshmallows simply skim the surface. What more do you have on this, Steve? Well, Chuck Coco of the Cocoa Contractors commented that any chance of the Cocoa Contractors consenting to a new contract are cruelly comical. Hmm, and Mr. Coco continued, Cocoa beans are constantly harassed by the Cappuccino family to make concessions that could hurt the Coco family interests. Uh, the WBAN news team tried to obtain an interview with the Carlo Cappuccino of the Cappuccino Cosa, but the Carlos Consigliere, Carmen, declined. Officer Lima expressed his fear that the Coco and Cappuccino conflict could break out into a full-scale battle of the beans. He continued his assertion by contending that the Cappuccino family is really a front for the giant and his shenanigans gang. Carmine Carmelo Cappuccino is being sought about his role in the murder of a simple cup of coffee. Lorenzo Lucky Latte is also under investigation, as well as the Starbucco organization's involvement in the murder of that same simple cup of coffee. Wow, we gotta watch out for that cappuccino cartel. It's really, really scary. Uh, well, anyway, Betty and I went out uh, doing some fun things for for the town the other day, and got a good lesson when we were with Garbanzo. Well, boys and girls, Bucky and Betty are at it again. This time, Betty wants to raise money for the scouts, and she's thought about taking Garbanzo out and collecting some trash that she can collect, clean up, and sell. 
Let's see how they do. Wow, Betty, it's your pick the hot day. I mean, it's nice out and everything. It's pretty hot, you know, doing this, uh, raising this money for the for the Bean Scouts. I mean, yeah, I'm real happy about raising money for them because it's for a good cause, Bucky. You know, but, Betty, did you have to pick, you know, I'm not, I know the last time we were out to Bonzo, you picked up a lot of things and in the garbage, and then you found that you could save them, and then I guess, what'd you do? You sold them? Oh, wow, I made so much money. I made, oh my goodness, I sold a hat, and some boots, and some shoes, and I cashed in some bottles, and I put it all to a donation, great cause, Bucky. You know, Betty, I think you put more stuff in the in the cab and took home than we picked up and put in the back of Garbanzo. I mean, you know, well, so anyway, it worked out good, because you did raise money, and so we're going to do that for the scouts today, but boy, watch Betty, it's so hot. You know, he stinks. I hate to say it, but, you know, he does. I mean, yeah. Okay, so we just got one more street, Betty. That's it. Okay, you should, you should take a right turn now, but... Wait, a minute. Hey, Gabonzo. Wait, you're not going down the street. Yeah, why's he doing that? What's... Oh, he's not coming. Wait, Gabonzo, why didn't you go down there? What, what are you doing? You're talking to Gabonzo? Oh, he, he said... Talk. He just told me that he doesn't like this road because oh, he's down the do end mean? of the road. That's dangerous, Danny the dump truck. What do you mean he told you? How did he tell you? Yeah, he always picks on Gabonzo. Wait a minute, he just wait told a minute. Me that. Wait a minute. Would, how, you talk? You can talk to, to Gabonzo? Yeah, I took I took beeping classes at but night. Beeping class? Yeah, it's like, you know, like... It's kind of like the sounds that you hear, like Chinese. Well, yeah, but, I mean, what those It's little... like a different language. You could take it at night. Yeah, I understand where you take but you mean to tell me when he beeped at you, he told you all of that, that he's afraid of Danny the dump truck? That's why he's yeah. not going down there? Well, yep, it was a six-week course, and I finished really good, and I got an A-plus. Betty, you're the only person I know that talks beep. I'm yeah. A, you know, maybe you should come down to the garage sometime where we got a bad problem in some of the, you know, the vehicles. Can you do spoons, too? Oh, I, I haven't taken that. That's phase two to listen to spoon beeps. Well, I've only done the dump truck you know, Betty, and the trash truck. There you go again. I don't know how you fit all this stuff in. You know, you're working as a double. I love staying busy, Bucky. <laughs> a, beep, a person who's... Yeah, I'm even helping out with the Bean Scouts. Yeah, well, I That's know why that. I'm raising money today. Betty, you're amazing sometimes. So, so, but, Bonzo, we got to go down there. That looks like a lot of great trash. What, yeah, what's he saying? There's a lot of treasure down there. Oh. What's he saying? Oh, he's... He said, no, 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 I'm not going. He Betty. said he's not going down there because okay. dangerous Danny dumps right, dirt him, on him, all the other vehicles. Tell him to it's pull really over. Tell him to pull over right now. We've got to have a little pull talk. Pull over, Gamonzo. Pull over. Did he, he under, why didn't you say it in beeps? I mean... Bucky, I can't speak beeps. I can only listen to the beeps. Oh, okay. All right. All right, so look. You really should take that class, Bucky. All right, no, something. But, but look, tell him, the only way you can deal with a bully... I mean, in this case, Danny is... Everybody knows that Danny's a dump truck. is a bully. That's what they, he does. He dumps on everybody. And yeah, he's so dangerous. Yeah, but he can't go through his whole life. Going, I can see him down. Look, I know. He's, he's looking at Cabanzo. Cabanzo, <gasps> don't be scared, Cabanzo. Betty, he's shaking. I know. I and can see that. I feel bad for him. Oh, See, that's the thing. He used to go, he went down that road one time, and Gabonzo, yeah, and, he dumped and Danny all the, made him so nervous. All yeah. the trash came out of the back of his 
It's yeah. trash truck, and that's why he doesn't go down there anymore. He well, got in trouble for dumping trash down there. Yeah, well, the, the, because he, uh, he was so nervous, he let it go. But see, he yeah, Gabunzo, you really need to stick up for yourself. Exactly. Uh, and he, but see, How do you think? Well, he gets, I know everybody in town knows that he stinks. And we, you know, I'm sorry, Gabonzo, but you do stink, all right? But, you know, can you hear me? Does he know where I'm Yeah, saying? he just said, yep, he hears you really good. All right, well, that's, but... But, Gabonzo, that's not a bad thing because you pick up all of the trash for all of Beantown, and nobody else wants to do it. And you do, and you keep the town all beautiful and clean. So you should be very proud of that just because, you know, it stinks. It isn't your fault it stinks. It's because the garbage stinks that they put in you. But you're the, you, you really do a super job, and that's what you have to think about. That thing that you do, that stink that you have, is not just a bad thing. It's a good thing, especially in these situations. Can you tell them that? Just, yeah, he said he definitely understands you. So he's wondering well, what he could do. Well, to what stick he could do. Well, well, what he could do is, first of all, he's got to. Got, even though he's nervous and it's okay. You know, you know, stinky skunk. I wonder now, if he could do something like a stinky skunk. Now, they protect himself with their smell. Now you're talking, Betty. Maybe he could spray him they with his trashy stink. That's he could, right. He could. It could be some. Oh my goodness! Yes, it's yes. That's what you could take your stinking on a positive side. Just stick up for exactly. yourself. Exactly. What you think is bad for you could just turn out to be. back up and that push his stink right out on him. Now, just that's like right. that. Just like a snap. Exactly. Gabonzo, you can do it. That's right. Come back on. Back up okay. and push your stink right out. Okay, let's get. Should we go down there with him or should we let him do no, it? No, he himself? looks like he's doing really I good. I think he's going to do it. Go ahead, Gabonzo. Go ahead. Go down there, all right? Oh, oh he's he's doing do 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 do. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, look at this. Oh, look at wow. Danny. He, he, he turned around. He's shooting his stuff Danny's out. Not dangerous anymore. <laughs> look at that, Danny. Oh, wow. Well, he didn't Gabonzo, like that stick, so did he? Awesome. Good oh, for you, so, oh, Gabonzo. Good for you. Oh, we gotta go get him now and tell him how what a great job he did. See that? You see how you can when if you don't run from your problems all the time and you just kind of take yep, the, he stuck right up off he to the stuck bully. Up for himself. Danny, he is such a bully. And I think Dan, Danny the dump dump truck learned a big lesson himself today. Good for you, Gabonzo. All right, let's go get some more stuff, Eddie. Well, we didn't expect that, did we? What a lesson! Gabonzo learned how to stick up for himself, and boy. Danny the dump truck, he learned a lesson too, didn't he? Don't mess with Garbanzo. Stay tuned. Hey, Bean Towners, care about your loved ones? Want to guarantee the fastest response, the best care? Well, the next time there's an emergency, don't panic. Call all the King's horses and all the King's men, ambulance, EMT, and search and rescue. That's right, call 1 800 King EMT or our website, all the King's horses and all the King's men, EMT, ambulance, and search and rescue.org. Hey, Beantown. This is a boss down at the Beantown Garage. Just reminding you that it's summertime, but you knew that. That's right, there's going to be a moon out tonight and every night, all summer long. It's time to come down to the Beantown Twin Drive-In. Two big screens. That's right, get out that spoon, put those little sprouts in their PJs, pop up some popcorn, and drive on down for entertainment you won't believe. On our first screen, we've got something for the kiddies. 
that classic cartoon, Pinocchio. And then for you adults, that romance, a classic, Casabinka. And of course, Bucky's going to be playing Rick. Yep, and he's going to be doing that famous line. Isn't that a beauty? We all love that line. Three little people don't amount to a hill of beans in this crazy world. And that's just the first screen. On our second screen, we got our triple creature feature. That's right. B-Town's favorite villains, Vane, Muncher, and Rex have their own movies. Yeah, starting it off is Beanacula with that crazy vampire Vane. And just a release, that's right, Beanzilla. Starring that crazy dinosaur, Muncher. You know how he likes to eat everything? And last but not least is Rex, playing the werewolf of Beantown. So come on down. Get that spoon. Put those little sprouts in there, PJs. Get that popcorn going. And drive on down to the Beantown Twin Drive-In. This is Boss from Beantown Garage. Inviting you to come on down. Boys and girls, welcome to Beantown. Today's a big day in Beantown because it's inspection day for all of the spoons and the spoon racers. And all of the beans are up early because they've got to get down to the garage and get their spoons inspected. Bucky is on his way to the garage and he stops in at the double dip. And here's what happened. Oh boy, oh boy, Betty. This is, um, is, is, is anybody sitting at this seat? Well, Bucky, nobody's sitting there right now. Do you mean if there's going to be somebody sitting there later, that could be that they could be? Well, I understand that, but, you know, look, I mean, you know, there's, there's a whole plate of eggs and stuff right there. I mean, is that because they left or they, you know, going to that little room you have to go to when when you have to go? Are they coming back? Or is well, they, did they leave? Are you just in... Well, Bucky, I, I, I thought they were going to stay longer, but they left after they ate their meal. And so I haven't cleaned the plates off yet, but I, I don't think they're going to come back. I think they've already finished, so if I clean the plates off, and so, then and you could sit down. Well, that's what I was kind of asking. I didn't, you know... Well, Bucky, sometimes you don't explain yourself as well as me understanding. Oh, right, but, all right, Betty. Just want to know, can I sit down? At this well, t- you can sit down there, or you can sit over, over to another table that's clean, but... You could wait till I clean this one. You could sit there and help me clean it, or you could just sit there, or you could sit there and watch me clean it, or I could have somebody else help me clean it. Oh, Betty, well, what do you, Betty, all I want to know, can I sit down here? Well, that, Bucky, you can, but I, I, I'll i just get the plate moved oh, for you. Thank you, Betty. And what do you, do you want... What do you want for breakfast? Well, I, w- the- I, I would love some, uh, uh, my usual cup of molasses would be good. You know, a little extra warm today, because it's a little chilly out there, Daddy. Yeah, Bucky, I don't know if you should be drinking that anymore. The last time you drank it, you knew what happened. Well, 
yeah, but that never happened before. In, in, you know, so what? Once, one time. I mean, you know, maybe that was just a little accident that I had. You seem to have a lot of energy, like extra energy when you drink that stuff. Well, it gives me oomph, that well, drink. Wait no a acid. minute. Yeah? What's oomph? Oomph. You don't know what oomph is? Well, one time I played volleyball ball with a friend and somebody said I had oomph, but I didn't know what the oomph was. I just thought it was because I hit my... Hit the ball. No, no, that's yeah, yeah, that's putting oomph if you hit the ball right. But no, I'm talking about like this morning. I woke up and I knew I had a lot to do today. I mean, I had to get over to the garage early because we had a lot of spoons backed up that needed service. And you know, boss was getting grumpy the last few days because it's inspection time here in, in Beantown, and all the spoons have got to be brought in to be inspected so they can drive around the streets. And so I had to get, you know, Robo was there, and, and, and Batty was there, and, you know, I had to get there. So I knew that was going to be a thing. And then Boss, you know, just trying to stay, keep him on the, on the side where he's not going crazy. So I said, today, I need oomph. Well, I still, do you mean oomph is, because you know people are coming to see you, or you were, does it oomph no, mean? it's oomph. It's to get through the day. you got to have oomph. I've had, I know I've had oomph. I think I have oomph today because when I got up, I hit my head on the door and I said oomph. No, no, that's oops. 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 Oops is not oomph. Well, because it kind of mean the same thing no, as no. oops or oops o- or no oops. I don't want to do that again. Oops. Oops. Yeah, that's oops. I'm oh, talking. That's oops. Oops is not oomph. Oomph is oomph. That and you went oops because you hit your head. That's not a. That's not an oomph. See, oomph makes you go and gives you energy, like oomph. I got oomph today. Yeah, I, I think I understand what you mean. Yeah, you had an oops moment, not an I oomph. I need some oomph today when I wait on all these tables. That, now you're getting it, Betty. Like, I need oomph to pick up these plates in front of you. Yes! And these and these glasses they drink water from, and, and, and I, need, I need more oomph. Could yes! you? Yes! Wait a minute, Bucky, could you give me some oomph? Do you just pass uh, it to somebody? I, you know, I've been working on that. I went, I went over to Professor Irwin's, and we were hanging out in his laboratory. And I told him, you know, this oomph thing, if we could ever bottle oomph, man, we could make a lot of money. A lot of people try to bottle oomph. They sell these. Yeah. Yeah, they, they make these drinks that you take, and, and it gets you, like, going for a little while. But it doesn't, it's, it gives you a little, but you already, see, the thing is, you've got oomph inside you. Everybody's got oomph. It's but, like, do you mean like a pickup and a drive? No, that's, see, that's the, that's the wrong way of looking at oomph. Like if when I get in, I get in my mom's spoon, and she could step on the gas, is that oomph? Is that yeah, like oomph? that's close, that's close. So but, what you're saying is, it could be like gas that you put in your spoon, right? Uh, so if you bottle gas, uh, right, isn't it kind of the me. same thing? So excuse I'm thinking you me, could really make oomph, I'm and you so- could bottle it, and you don't even need to use gas for your spoon. You can just use a little uh, bit of oomph, right? Betty, every time you say gas, that happens. Be careful, will you? No, I just heard you say oomph. Uh, Is uh, that a type of oomph? That's, no, that's... Just, because that's gas, I right? I know, that's gas, and we all have gas, and if you keep saying gas, you're going to get more of that it sound. I don't... I'm well, sorry. I'm thinking if we could, that's how cars run, and if I could get some oomph, and we could sell oomph, yeah, but I wouldn't even have to do waitressing. 
and serve plates and food and stuff. I could serve oomph, and they would tip me really good. So you good. can't serve oomph. You either got it or you don't, but sometimes you can buy something, a little drink or something, or like molasses to get your oomph going. You got to get your oomph. I think we should try to, maybe we can naturally make oomph. That's what I'm talking about. You got to have oomph. You. Then maybe we could teach people to have oomph. That's the idea, to tell everybody that no matter what you feel like, if you reach down deep a little bit, you can just get some oomph to get you through the day and through life. And then you can have lots of fun things to do and do a lot of things for a lot of other beings, and everybody's going to be happy. Yeah, I'm thinking tomorrow when I wake up, I'm going to, before I wake up, I'm going to dream about what it would be like to have real oomph, natural oomph, not the bottle oomph. And then we could maybe write a song like, you gotta have oomph. Lots uh, and lots and lots. Yeah, go Bucky, ahead. I don't, I don't know if I like you singing. Uh, yeah, so it's better than the gas thing, though, isn't it? Yeah, you, I, maybe you should stick with singing. Well, you know, Betty, I'm getting, well, would you mind going and get me a menu so I can order Well, Bucky, and... I have to clean these tables off. Oh, okay. You know, I would have had the table cleaned off, but you keep talking I about know. oomph. I know. And the, the more you talk about oomph, is more that I just stand here in one spot, and that's not really oomph. Betty, go. Go get me a menu, please. Okay, Bucky. Thank you. Well, how interesting was that? I couldn't take my ears off of every word. All of that oomph and whoops and that gas. Where did Bucky get all of that gas? I don't know about you, but I'm really interested and I can't wait for the next episode.
had a great song, you know, for all of those you got mamas out there. And, boy, at one time or another you had a mama. You know, that's a really good. I really, really like that. Well, how about uh, today's a great day for flying a kite. There's a little wind out there, and, of course, it's sunny. And if you're out with your family and hanging out and getting some great family time, you know, go just grab a kite and go fly a kite. Be I took my little brother Henry to go and fly a kite. As I was letting out the string, Henry held on tight. Then suddenly it happened, I won't forget that day. A great big burst of wind took Henry away. Hang on, Henry, hang on tight. My little brother Henry went flying on a tide. I told him not to worry, I'd somehow get him down. But Henry didn't mind it flying up above the town. The view up here's fantastic, Henry called me. The people look like insects and the trees like broccoli. Hang on, Henry, hang on tight. My little brother Henry went flying on a tide. People on the ground below could not believe their eyes to see a boy on a kite up there in the friendly skies. It's a bird, said Mrs. Birdbrain. It's a plane, said Mr. Prop. I said, it's my brother Henry. Do you think he's gonna drop?
there's an old Australian stockman lying, dying. And he gets himself up onto one elbow and he turns to his mates who are gathered around and he says, Watch me wallabies feed, mate. Watch me wallabies feed. They're a dangerous breed, mate. So watch me wallabies feed all together now. Tie me kangaroo down, sport. Tie me kangaroo down. Tie me kangaroo down, sport. Tie me kangaroo down. Keep me cockatoo cool, curl. Keep me cockatoo cool. Oh, don't go acting a fool, curl. Just keep me cockatoo cool all together now. Tie me kangaroo down, sport. Tie me kangaroo down. Tie me kangaroo down, sport. Tie me kangaroo down. And take me koala back, Jack. Take me koala back. He lives somewhere out on the track, Mac. So take me koala back all together now. Tie me kangaroo down, sport. Tie me kangaroo down. Tie me kangaroo down, sport. Tie me kangaroo down. And mind me platypus duck, Bill. Mind me platypus duck. Oh, don't let him go running a muck, Bill. Just mind me platypus duck all together now. Tie me kangaroo down, sport. Tie me kangaroo down. Tie me kangaroo down, sport. Tie me kangaroo down. Play your didgeridoo, blue. Play your didgeridoo. Oh, like, keep playing till I shoot through, blue. Play your didgeridoo. All together now, tie me kangaroo down, sport. Tie me kangaroo down. Tie me kangaroo down, sport. Tie me kangaroo down. Tan me hide when I'm dead, Fred. Tan me hide. When I'm dead. So we tanned his hide when he died, Clyde. And that's it hanging on the shed all together now. Time me kangaroo down, sport. Time me kangaroo down. Time me kangaroo down, sport. Time me kangaroo down. Yeah. So watch out for that. You gotta tie your kangaroo down. How about a little commercial? This is Goldilocks of Goldie's Just Right Furniture Stores with great news about our three bear chairs line. And this week's special sale on all our lazy bear chairs. That's right, all models are drastically reduced. For quick clearance, including the pupper bear chair, the mama bear chair, and of course, for you sprouts, the baby bear chair. That's a really cute one. Are you tired of sitting in a lazy chair that is just too darn soft, too hard, or not just right? Does your back hurt? Is your butt getting soft and just plain mushy? Are you having trouble removing that fat rump from that other brand? Or is your current brand just a pain in the butt because it's too darn hard? 
Well, you don't need to look any further. You need to come down and test drive one of my designer just right lazy bear chairs. And if you come down, make sure you ask for Goldie. That's me, folks. Come down and meet me in person, and we'll sit in one of our trees together and drink some lemonade. And thanks for listening. Yeah, I get down there and get a good, you know, nice, just right chair. Just right. That's the best thing. Uh, you know, Betty and I tried some uh, stand-up recently. Didn't go exactly the way we thought. But, uh, yeah, this is what happened at the Crock-Pot. Hey, boys and girls. Well, there's a lot cooking in Beantown these days, isn't there? Speaking of cooking, it's open mic night at the Crock-Pot, Beantown's premier comedy club. And tonight, Bucky and Betty are on stage. Let's see how they do Hey, everybody. Wow, this is really super. We're, 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 Betty and I have been working on this all week. This is our first time we're going to try working over here at the crock pot. Betty, what do you think of this, huh? Oh, my goodness, Bucky. This is fabulous. And it's, I thought it was just going to be our friends here, but it looks like there's a whole lot of people. Yeah, that... hi, everyone. Hey, yeah. This Thanks is... for coming out. Yeah, exactly. You know, we, we love doing stand-up comedy, but we just this is our first time, so I, I hope you'll understand, and I just hope you sit back and relax and... You know, we've been writing some jokes, and we hope they I'm a little get... nervous. Yeah, well, me too, Betty, you know, My legs are shaking a little bit. I can bit. see that. You're loud. You know, did you just try to calm down? I didn't know if that was the, the temperature in the room, or you're just nervous. No. Nervous. All right, well, what do you say, Betty? I, why don't, uh, why don't you give me... Well, go ahead, you try a joke. Well, you know, Bucky, i got to ask you this question. Go How ahead. How do you keep a fish from smelling? How do you keep a fish from smelling? Smelling? Yeah. Okay, Betty, I don't have any clue. How do you keep a fish from smelling? Hold their noses. Oh, come on, Betty. <laughs> you hold your noses? I guess yeah. That's yeah. kind of cute, Betty. I mean, the first shot, I mean, you, you, okay. Go ahead. Hey, I got another one, Bucky. Oh, go ahead. Go for it. What's a blueberry's favorite amusement ride? A blueberry, a favorite amusement ride? I don't know, Betty. What would that be? A, a berry-go-round. <laughs> Have you ever been on a berry-go-round? No, I've never been on because I'm not a blueberry. Look at Oh, them. my gosh. I went on a berry-go-round one time. My face turned green. Uh, no, blue. blue. Oh. Blue. That well, it turned blue. green, and then it was blue. It's like a moon okay, ring. Okay, Betty, what, you got another joke? They're getting a little... Oh. Yeah. Sure, are you okay? Look, yeah. Oh, but wait, wait a minute, Betty, Betty. Look, Betty, look at this guy right in front row. He's just kind of staring at us. You know, it looks like... You okay, sir? You look like you grew up next to a thorn bush. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, well, you don't you got, you got oh hey. Right. All right, leaving. well, whatever. He's hey, come up back. There. All right, yeah, I know. We lost him. I Bucky. Well, well, let him go, Betty. Huh. I don't think you appreciate it. That could be like a compliment. Maybe. I know, but it, well, he doesn't appreciate good humor. Go ahead. You got another one? Yeah, knock, knock. Who's there? Aunt. Aunt? Aunt who? Aren't you glad to see me? Oh, Betty. <laughs> Oh, oh hey, boy, that's pretty good, Bucky, though. there's a lady leaving. I know, the, I see a that. A lady uh, being leaving in the back. Maybe she's an aunt, Betty. Uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe she's an aunt. Okay, well, uh, aunt, she, she, aunt, she ain't aunt here anymore, is she, Betty? <laughs> oh, <laughs> she this is here. fun. Okay. I like doing this stand-up stuff. Me, too. I, I don't know why some of the people don't like some of the jokes, though. Go ahead, you got another one? Yeah, what's a, what a... What are beavers snack on? Beep, what do beavers snack on? I didn't know the beavers snack, but they do snack. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, okay. Wood go ahead. Chips. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Then I got one for you. Thank you. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, wow. Wait a minute. Like how, how? 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 Do, I'm gonna give you give you back one. Then how? How do they clean their teeth? 
Uh, splinters. <laughs> oh, I mean, if they eat, a toothpick. Well, think about it. No, well, think about it. If they eat oh, wood, wow, my side's splitting. <laughs> I don't, well, <laughs> well, think about it. If they eat wood chips, then they'd use splinters, wouldn't they? Yeah. Okay. And I got those big buck teeth, you know. I don't know why they call them buck teeth, do you, Betty? No, but they That's, do just have two. Yeah, I mean, there's no money involved. Why would they call them buck teeth? I mean... I don't know, but to brush them, it must feel really easy. Yeah, I know. Okay, Betty, you got another one? Yep. What do polar bears eat for breakfast? Polar bears? Oh, wait a minute. If 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 beavers snack on wood chips, I would think, just Betty, I'm just going to say, I would think that polar bears eat snowflakes for breakfast. Right! Hey! Oh, my God! <laughs> I got one. That's really good, Well, Bucky. yeah, I'm just starting, we're starting to get on a roll here. Go ahead. Yeah. You got another, go ahead. You got another one? Yep. Uh, what do polar bears drink? Go ahead. Polar bears drink. What the polar bears Polar drink? bear. Polar... Polar beer? Yeah. <laughs> why didn't you show me these before we got on stage? That's a, yeah. That's a, I'm, why am I the only one laughing, Betty? I don't know, uh, but four people walked out. I know. It's polar beer. All don't you get beans. it, folks? Polar bears drink polar beer. That's good. I don't know, Betty. I thought it was good. Okay, I'm thinking, like, they like us so much that... They, they had enough? can't control the laughter, and they they're, they just have to head out. I think they'll... That's what it is. They must be laughed enough, so they're leaving because they laugh. Yeah, they yeah. feel like they got their money's worth exactly. out of this show. All right. Well, speaking of that, Betty, can I do one? We're talking about money. You know, and you just mentioned polar bears. Get this. Where where, where do polar bears put their money, Betty? Um, in a snowbank? <laughs> oh, wow, I How got it. That? that was good. Betty, there's another table left. Um... Okay, look, bit, uh, okay, hey, I got enough. Wait a minute. We got I, four beans left in the audience. Uh, that's right. Just hang in there, folks, because these are really good ones. How about this, Betty? Uh, how do polar bears ride to school? Um, in a polar express? <laughs> that's pretty good, actually. No, icicles. It's like ice, oh, icicles. Oh, yeah. Thing, you yeah. can slide around. Yeah, slide right yeah that's cool. Okay, so go ahead. You got one? Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Um, if What if you put a penguin... In a parrot cage. You know, we're doing a lot of North Pole jokes, you know, little North Pole jokes. Uh, wait, what, what if you, you put, put a, a penguin? penguin? Oh, wait a minute. What do you, you put a penguin with a parrot? Put a penguin with a parrot. You get what? I would, I would guess you would get a pretty, pretty crowded parrot cage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, you wait. did really good, Bucky. Well, I don't know. We look, look like, 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 I don't know if they're leaving oh, because. There's only two beans I left. I know. Go ahead. Well, go ahead. What you got? You got another one? Yeah. Okay. What if an elephant? Um. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's stay on the North Pole for a second. I got one for you. You got one? Yeah, I just read National Beanographic. National Beanographic. It says here that when it comes to Eskimos and relationships, guess what? Guess what about that, Betty? I don't really know. Well, it says that Eskimos are really nosy. Oh my God! <laughs> that's really yeah. good, Bucky. Yeah, that's right. Eskimos are nosy. Eskimos always rub their noses. Hey, hey well, get warm. this, Betty. Betty, what's the last thing an Eskimo wants to do? Rub their noses. Rub noses with a polar bear. Oh, <laughs> you see? I was gonna say yeah, that. Yeah, well, that wouldn't be a good thing, would it? Okay. No. Wait a minute. One more on polar bears. What the dentist? Put on polar bear's teeth. Oh. Yes, come on, come on. That's polar cap. Oh, <laughs> see? That's, oh my goodness, that's really good. Okay, oh, this this bean in the front really liked it. I see that. We got one left anyway. Hey, hey, wait well, a minute. I got another. I got in. one. Wait a minute. I got one about a parrot and a penguin. What? What happens if you cross a girl parrot with another a girl penguin? What do you get? A penguin that won't stop talking. Oh. <laughs> 
Well, you gotta go to the emergency room and get that all cleaned up. And is that gonna stop you? No, it's not. Uh-uh. You're gonna get back in that spoon and keep on going until you get the way you wanna go. Remember when you were a little sprout and you wanted that cookie on the kitchen counter? What did you do? Well, you got tired of crawling, didn't you? You wanted to stop walking and get there faster and get that cookie before somebody else got that cookie. So you started walking, but what happened? You fell. And would you fall on your hiney? But it wasn't so bad because you had a big fat hiney then, didn't you? But no, it didn't stop you. You got up, you went over there, and you finally got that cookie. Well, that's what you got to do now. No matter how many times you fall, go get that cookie. Work like a soul inspired till the battle of the day is won. You may be sick and tired, but you'll be a being my one. Will you remember the famous beans who had to fall to make the scene? So take a deep breath. Pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and start all over again. Questions with Preston, welcome back. 2013, it is going down in a beautiful, major way. If you build it, they will come. What do we mean by that? We mean, instead of focusing on the partner, or the job, or the anything, focus on making this ridiculous. Focus on literally blasting off from the inside out. When you link thought and emotion, it's an involution. And the evidence shows up all around, and we call it an evolution. And we get a bunch of people who do that, then we now have a revolution. Thus, the love mob is created. We say, well, uh, you know, as I grew, the things came, and the people came, and the positions came. It's important that you understand that literally you hold the key to everything that shows up in your experience. Somebody will say, well, how do you build it, Preston? What we need to understand is that you're practicing whether you know it or not. Now we need to be in the know of what we're building. So I check in with my thoughts all the time. I check in with who I'm being, be, do, have. Have you ever heard somebody say, uh, fake it till you make it? There's more to that than just that blanket statement. There's something actually in your physiology that actually changes when you literally just step into it. And Martin Luther King has a quote about this. Uh, something to the effect of take the first step and the next step will appear. You have to literally know and understand that all that is for us will appear. You know, I said in the last video that God doesn't speak English. That he, she, it speaks frequency. Okay? What does that mean? That means who I'm being in the now. Right? And the now. And the now. Each time, I'm creating something. I'm sending a signal. So, when someone says fake it till you make it, that means when you step into it and just own it, you know, somehow it starts to catch on. Now, there'll be times where you have to give up who you are 
in order to be who you are. And what I mean by that, what we mean by that is we all have a persona, an image. You know, somebody will say, oh, it's Preston. Oh, you know, he's a surfer dude, he's an actor, you know, he's doing the love mob. It's all these boxes that we like to put each other in. He's this number, he's this color. And we get caught up in those. But the truth of my being is that I am love. And I am here to reflect and reveal the cosmos in an individualized way to express the whole. Just like this little dude taking off behind me. Run! Yeah. When you literally start listening, right? when you tap in to that instinct or intuition, and you really start listening to that thing, you can go or do no wrong. Everywhere you step, there will be a blessing waiting for you. And sometimes it will come in the form of somebody cussing you out. And then you get to choose anew. You get to see who you really are in that. I've had that moment quite a few times. Um, and responded uh, from my old paradigm. And then it came up again a couple months ago. And I went, oh, wow. Look who I am now. That didn't even fade me. I got that the issue is never the issue. I got that. What they're really saying is, person, I'm hurt. And I want you to hurt like me. Help me. Help me fix it. That's what they're really saying. Underneath. Ah! So you get to choose anew. You get to see who you are. Involution, evolution, revolution. Let's go. Questions with questions.